0: Welcome to Hostel Homies, a podcast focused on the best parts of backpacker culture. I'm your host, Joe Glasgow. Each week I sit down with a new guest, ranging from the people I meet while I'm abroad to professionals who work in the travel industry. Listen along as they share hilarious and inspiring travel stories, unparalleled recommendations on where to go, and tips for seeing the world on a budget. For Hostel Homies, it's all about the journey, the destination, and the people you meet along the way. All right, welcome to Hostel Homies. Today, I'm in Chautauqua, New York. I am with one of my original Hostel Homies. Uh, This guy is the most contagiously fun person I've met on my travels. This uh, This is the guy I met on my first trip. We met out in Prague, this is about two years ago, and have been buds ever since, and happy to have him on the podcast because he has some incredible travel stories. Here, for his first time on the Hostile Homies podcast, is Cheech Wagner. Cheech, how are you today?
1: Doing well. Happy to be here. Dude, happy. Loving life.
0: That's what I like to hear. We, uh, we're celebrating 4th of July for the, for the second time in a row.
1: Yep, and the only way we know how.
0: Only lot way of, we know Lot how. of beers. Lots of beers. And mullet. mullet. Yes, yeah, so I'm <laughs> sitting across from a man with a mullet right now. <laughs> if you can't hear it in his voice, it's there.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Was this done by uh, by your sister?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just thought there's no better way to celebrate uh, Independence Day than, than a nice mullet on the fourth.
0: <laughs> when I met you, I I just could only imagine what your family's like, and I when I met them, I was like, yeah, this makes sense.
1: This this is yeah. <laughs> this lines up.
0: It all it all. <laughs> All lines up so to get into the uh, the traveling aspect you and I took both took our first trip out of the country at the same time
1: yeah I had been out of the country um, but down to the Bahamas mm-hmm. and the islands I'd never really gone overseas right and uh, I just kind of uh on a whim ended up out there and that's it was the same time you did.
0: Tell me how you ended up there because I know it wasn't <laughs> I know it wasn't exactly on purpose at first. Oh,
1: uh, she's going to kill me if she ever hears this. <laughs> uh, so I was dating this Australian girl and she lived in Columbus where I was living at the time. Mm-hmm. She had to go back to Australia because her work visa uh ended. So I We dated for a year and then about five, six months after she had gone back to Australia. So I had all planned out my whole summer, saved up my money, planned out my whole summer to go visit her. And I got a text from her saying, you know, I could, there, was, there was something going on, I could tell. Mm-hmm. And I'd never bought flight insurance ever on a flight. I, said, I think it's a waste of fucking money. I agree, yep. <laughs> so, um, so I bought flight insurance just because I something was a little off.
0: You could sense I that could se- something was a little different. I could yeah. sense
1: it, yeah. So I, uh, I get a text from her and says, you know, hey, I'm really excited for you to come. Um, the only thing is, when you do come, we are just gonna be friends, oh. and I, yeah, pretty brutal. <laughs> that is brutal. So I, uh, you know, I was a little devastated at the time. Said, so you know what? I already took the time off work. Mm. I saved up the money. I went on to Skyscanner. Uh, I looked at uh, one way flights to anywhere in the world, mm. and I found a $198 flight from Boston to Paris. And I booked it and booked the one way and uh, left about a week later. No kidding. Oh, it was that quickly. Yeah, yeah.
0: And just based on how we've talked about our trips, and we'll, we'll get into, you know, the the details yeah. of it, but based on how we've talked about it, this was one of the best purchases you've ever made in your life, right?
1: Oh, yeah. It was unbelievable. It literally, I mean, it's cliche to say it, but it is life-changing traveling by yourself.
0: I agree. I would absolutely You learn agree. a lot
1: about yourself, and there's a lot, when you're traveling by yourself, You there's a lot that's out of your control. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I... I that you used to kind of make me nervous and give me some anxiety. I got over there and I just realized, like, you know, there's stuff out of my control. I, I, I don't need to, uh, you know, I, I don't need to fret about it or yeah, worry about
0: 100%. it. Yeah, 100%. Well, it's, it's funny because I, when I finally met your mom, she said that. She said, oh, my gosh, she's a completely different person than yeah. when he, before he left. Truly. And she said that you'd yeah you'd worry about things all the time. And when I met you, I don't think there was any sort of worry. No, no,
1: I haven't worried since.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you get into Paris. That's the first city you fly into. Yeah.
1: So I get into Paris on the 11th of July, which was the last day, the final of the World, uh, the Euro Europa Cup
0: yeah fight. oh I was there yes yeah. <laughs> was there. yeah
1: so it was Paris versus Portugal so yeah. I get in as the game is ending and then two days later is Bastille Day mm-hmm. I never heard of Bastille Day yeah. so we so I it was just perfect timing so I flew got into Paris um packed way too much mm-hmm. uh as we do, yeah Yeah, and uh that that was kind of the start of the trip
0: you were in Paris how long did you stay out there for
1: so I originally had this plan of, of staying in Paris. I had a bunch of cities I wanted to see. I had a plan of just staying in each city about four days, four or five days, because I didn't want to rush it. I really wanted to get the genuine feel of the city. I love architecture, art, history. So I really wanted to, I didn't want to rush it. So I, I wanted to go down to Nice for, uh, for Bastille Day, the parade, and I tried to get out of the city. Out of Paris, and they pretty, I mean, it's, like, it's a national holiday. They shut down the metro, it's wild. So, I decided to stay another day in Paris, and that decision probably saved my life. No
0: kidding. Truly. Well, there was the terrorist attack that day in Nice, In correct? Nice.
1: And so, I made this decision. I kind of fell in love with a girl while I was in Paris. Mm. So I decided, you know what, I'll stay another day. And I didn't really tell anyone. I just kind of I didn't think to tell anyone. Right, right. So we're watching fireworks sitting on the Sacre Coeur, the, the, the church on the hill, watching fireworks over the Eiffel Tower, popping champagne mm-hmm. and having a good time. We get back to my room at like six thirty or seven in the morning, and I have I think I had eighty six or eighty seven missed uh, missed calls oh and my messages. Gosh. Because all my friends, my family, everyone thought I was down in Nice. Because they and, thought you
0: were going down there, right. right? Yeah.
1: And so, yeah, staying one extra day was, I mean, a life-changing decision.
0: Uh, where did you meet this girl?
1: I met her in uh, a, a bar, a karaoke bar Good. in Paris. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. And we just we just hit it off, and uh, we pretty much dated for four days. It was, pretty, it was the best relationship I've ever been in. <laughs>
0: There's something about those travel relations. Yeah. Like four days is technically, I think that's four years. Is a regular yeah, it's like common law
1: marriage yeah. on, a, on a travel tri- on a trip.
0: It's the same as dog years versus people years. Right, right. It's, a whole, it's, a whole, it's a whole different thing. I think that's great. Someone that you met while you were traveling probably saved your life. Yeah, truly. It's crazy. Oh my goodness. So from Paris, what was the next city?
1: The next city was to go to, uh, to, go to Nice and mm-hmm. do the south of France, but... I was over there, you know. To I didn't want to be insensitive. Mm -hmm. I was over there to have a good time, and I just thought, "I'll I'll hit Nice. Uh, I'll I'll get there at the end of my trip." So I decided to go north to uh, to Brussels, Mm -hmm. and that's where where the real party started.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so it begins. Yes, I, I want to preface this by saying that when I met Cheech, he had already lost his phone three times
1: yep and then <laughs> once after we met <laughs> <laughs>
0: Another one after it so the debauchery started in brussels In
1: brussels yeah
0: how did this how did this all uh how did this all start out so
1: i Brussels has a lot of beer uh some great beer, mm-hmm. and you they uh, they 're known for pub crawls, and that's i, I really uh, I, I found that I have a very addictive personality when it comes to pub crawls. <laughs> yes. I did like three of them while I was there. I was only there for four <laughs> nights, but i lost uh so you go out every time I went to a pub crawl lost my phone <laughs> I, I wake up in the morning i feeling like garbage, no phone, yeah. and in a foreign city but because I was in this like Zen state of traveling, it didn't bother me. Yeah,
0: you're like, ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> I no, just no. go
1: to the corner store, buy one from uh, like this back room that they will take you in, and it's just at all these stolen phones. I probably bought the same phone that I lost <laughs> a couple times.
0: You're like, wait, this is my case. Yeah, so like, whatever. yeah.
1: <laughs> so I would, uh, I, and the thing was, I I did this trip. I was over there for seven weeks. I did this trip for about thirty five hundred bucks. Five hundred of it was on cell phones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's something you got to budget in when yeah, you're a trip yeah, yeah. Now,
1: now I will have to <laughs> in the future. So, but yeah, and I wanted to keep all my pictures because I took mm-hmm. some incredible pictures. So I kept buying iPhones because yep. they stayed on the iCloud. Right, right. But it was that was an, an expensive. Uh, <laughs> the bar crawls were an expensive hobby. Apparently, yeah. yeah, and yeah. They,
0: I think they only cost about twenty euros, but for you they were about five hundred and twenty. Yeah, exactly. For, for <laughs> So were you, um, were you staying in hostels the whole time you were in Belgium?
1: Stayed in hostels uh, all through Paris and all through Belgium. And I, uh, I mean, just the people you meet in the hostel, just unbelievable. Because you, yeah. you have an instant connection because you're all there for the same reason. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to a hotel, it, you, there could be people there for a wedding, people there for, on business, and people there for a funeral. Yeah the vibe is a little different. When you're in a hostel, you are just there to have a good time. Everyone's in the same boat. Couldn't agree more. Yeah.
0: Could not agree more. Yep.
1: So, yeah. So I met, uh, one night we went out, I met a, a German uh, soccer player in, uh, in my hostel. And then I met, um, you know, a couple Irish girls. So we all go out do the pub crawl. So this is my, the first phone that I lost, we were, I was doing directions, at, you know, five thirty, six in the morning to come home. And I'm looking at it. I figure out, I know, I remembered the route. So I put my phone in my pocket. Walking past this guy, kind of stumbling drunk, he bumps right into me. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, we're just, we're just trying to get home. He's like, no, no problem. We get about another, you know, two blocks down, and I don't have my phone. Oof. Yeah, he, he was
0: like, "No, no worries." Yeah, no, yeah, no. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, actually, yeah. for making it way easier for me. Yeah.
1: So that was uh, that was my first night in Belgium. But then the second night, I met uh, an American girl named uh, Ellie, which is my sister's name. Mm-hmm. So we had an instant connection yeah. there, and her boyfriend Andres, and he was from Argentina. That's right. They yeah. met. Um, they met, Ed when they were ski instructors in Colorado. Mm-hmm. They were just doing a trip for fun. So I met them and we just hit it off. We got dinner, we go get drinks, and we I think we did a pub crawl the next day. Uh, it's a recurring theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. So we did a pub crawl the next day and then they were on their way to Amsterdam and I didn't at this point I didn't have a plan anymore. Because I, I had cities I wanted to see, but mm-hmm. you know, I I after changing up my whole route, I just kind of went where I met good people, or yeah. where I went on recommendations of where people uh, told me to go. The
0: word of mouth. Of yeah, all. True, yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, I uh, they I said, you know, okay, we'll uh, we'll I'll go to Amsterdam with you, or I'll I'll meet you there. They had already had their bus, so I'll meet you there. So I went out that night. I fucking missed my bus the next day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: was this another pub crawl night?
1: Yeah, no, it's just it's some people I met on the pub crawl from like the two nice. nights before. Yeah, of course. Um, but yes, I missed my bus. So I ended up doing a, there was an app that I had. You could find people that were going on the same route. So I essentially hitchhiked to nice. Amsterdam yeah. across a a, a Country border, which was pretty, which was pretty cool, A pretty cool experience. Awesome, yeah. yeah, so I get to my hostel, and what's crazy in Amsterdam is the buildings are so uh, are very skinny mm-hmm. but very tall because the way that uh, the they tax their citizens is how wide their houses are. Mm-hmm. So they built. So this hostel is like four or five stories no elevator and these skinny skinny stairs. So I get but it's a cool place yeah. right near the Van Gogh Museum. So I get there and you know I was the, the first thing I wanted to do when I was in Amsterdam is I wanted to go to the Bulldog Cafe, yeah. the coffee shop. Sure, of course. So I get there and it's a cool place. They have a bar upstairs. And then you go, and there's so much history of this, the Bulldog Cafe, the oldest uh, coffee shop in Amsterdam. Yeah. You know, so I go, uh, I go there, and the bar's upstairs. Downstairs is where you go and buy joints, you know, whatever, whatever you, uh, whatever you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So you go, go down there. So I come up, and the place is packed. Yeah. There's a few, there's a few bulldogs, but this was the original. Yep. So this place is packed.
0: It's incredibly popular, and I think it's it's packed at most times. Yes, right? yep.
1: yes. So I have nowhere to sit. There's one seat available next to this white dude with uh with dreads. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that that guy seems pretty cool. Like, <laughs> we might as well sit. There. So I like, hey man, do you mind if I uh, sit down? He's like, no, no problem, not at all. They're these British guys. I can't do a very good British accent, but uh, so they so I, I introduced myself and he introduces himself as Twiggy and I was like, all right, this dude, I want to hang out with this guy. <laughs> I like guy. this guy. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're all and we we're all passing the joint around, having a good time, and the so my I had to I had a wallet on me and I carried it out with me because my hostel that I'm staying in. They have a safe, but the only thing is they don't take cash. Yep. So I am walking around, and this is, Amsterdam's only my third stop in, in Europe. I'm walking around with 4,200 euros <laughs> in cash oh, shit. In, my, in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the first place I go is Bulldog Cafe. <laughs> so I, I meet this guy, Twiggy, sit next to him, we're having a good time. I uh, I, get, I, mean, I start to get the munchies. I got, mm-hmm. I got, I got, to, got to get something to eat. Yep. So I, uh, and and in Paris, I fell in love with kebabs. Mm-hmm. Kebabs are something I've never had outside of Europe. I've never had one as good as the one I've had in Europe. The donor kebabs. The donor kebabs. Oh my
0: gosh, yep.
1: I I don't really know exactly what it is, but it is fucking fantastic.
0: For the people who don't know, it's when you walk by a place and there's kind of those rotating meat slabs where people are just peeling the meat off and putting them into kebabs and, and euros. Oh my goodness, they're amazing.
1: And the, the so I fell in love with those in Paris. So and they're everywhere over mm-hmm. there. I, I get up and I say, hey man, good to meet you guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get some food and probably call tonight. Mm-hmm. a night. Like, alright, no worries. So I'm out of my mind I mean I, I'm on cloud nine right now I get about you know four or five mi- five minutes from home and I find a kebab place so I you know I've walked probably a mile and a half at this point I find a kebab place I'm stoked I order my kebab I order a coke and uh, I he goes okay you know you know seven euro fifty cents I was like alright go down and grab my wallet it's not there no 4,200 euros. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I mean, I, I almost had a heart attack. Yeah, I would too. I didn't know what to do. So the only thing I could do is go back to the Bulldog Cafe and th- and see if I left it there. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, I didn't know that there were more than one Bulldog Cafes. Mm-hmm. So on my run back, I, in, in the the streets in Amsterdam are the most confusing things in the entire world. Yeah the city it, it, it's like a circle you
0: yeah because all the bike paths and yeah. everything it's yeah. not it's not like a grid like you would normally no, expect in a lot a of cities
1: so you'll you'll be walking and you'll, you can you could literally walk in a circle and not notice it mm-hmm. uh so i'm i'm running through the streets i find a bulldog cafe i walk in i'm like wait this place looks different <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> how, red- they redesigned yeah they're like yeah. man they redesigned this place since the last time i was here 15 <laughs> minutes ago <laughs> So uh, I finally find the Bulldog Cafe. I walk in, and they, they oh, they ask you for your ID. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I don't have it. I said, I left my wallet in there. He goes, okay, let's me in. I go in, and my wallet is sitting on the corner right next to Twiggy, and these guys have not moved since I left. I've been gone, you know, 15, 20 minutes, have not moved, and my wallet is sitting on the corner with all that money, my passport. Oh, my gosh. And I. Your whole life. My whole, my whole, the rest of my trip was in there. Yeah. So I was like, I, I, I was like, <sighs> like this deep breathing, like, oh my God. I am, I'm so, and they're like, hey man, what's going on? I was like, uh, I left my wallet. They're like, oh damn, if we would have known there was money in there, we would have gotten some more bud. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we're, we're fresh out. So I went, walked downstairs and I, I got him uh, like two joints just as a, a thank you for, uh,
0: not robbing the shit yeah. out of you, yeah.
1: They, they, not even, they didn't even notice it was there, but, you know, I, I felt like uh, I could, you know, pay it forward somehow.
0: Sure, yeah, of course. Good old Twiggy.
1: Good old Twiggy, <laughs> I, I, yeah, man. He, uh, so so that, was, that was my first night in Amsterdam, and, and they, you know, Amsterdam's all the red light district, mm. you, you know, they, you, you can smoke pot, all this, but the, my two friends, Ellie and Andres, were dead set on doing mushrooms. And they, they call them truffles over there, but I was like, you know, I'll do everything once, you know, the, the, fun, the fun things twice. <laughs> this, is,
0: this is the first time you've ever done mushrooms no, at this
1: point? Uh, no, I did them a few times. Okay. In college. <laughs> you had your practice. Yeah, sure. yeah. so, we, uh, so we set up this whole day and we found this park called Vondelt Park. It's like their version of. Um, Central Park, yep. beautiful. Middle kind of, of the, in the middle of every. Yeah, yep. absolutely beautiful. So we set up this whole day, and we uh, so we go and we we get the mushrooms, and it's different here than here. It is in the U.S. They gave us. They ask you for your weight. They ask mm-hmm. you if, what it kind of experience you're looking for. It's very. Uh, official and regulated yeah. whereas here you're just buying uh buying it from a dude on the street <laughs> corner it's a little different yeah, sure. so we uh so we go and we get our mushrooms we tell them you know what what experience we want so we go to vondel park and we are popping these things like candies and and my friend ellie was like you know i don't know if i want like a really uh intense experience so i'm just going to do a little bit of um my buddy Andres and I had, had like finished ours uh, before we even got to the park. Good. Yeah. So we were like, well, can, okay, we, we might need a babysitter, so that, that'll be good. So I threw hers in my backpack, and you know, it was she, there was only, she ate about half of them, no big deal. Because I had a, so I had a backpack, no, so we had the greatest day. I mean, just sat in Vondel Park looking at the clouds for four or five hours. <laughs> Then uh, Amsterdam's known for the canals. Mm-hmm. I think it has the most canals of any city other than Venice. Okay. So it's beautiful. You yeah. can take boats out there. Um, there's paddle boats. There's you know uh, uh, historic tours. So we decided to do a historic tour boat while we were out of our mind <laughs> on mushrooms. <laughs> so we get on uh, we get on this boat and. It's filled with families and children. Good. And we, it was too late, though. we The boat had left the dock as we realized. You were realized. trying to turn around. Yeah. yeah. So we're doing this, and we are just having a blast. Everything is the funniest thing. Every time we make a turn in the boat, we're putting our arms up like we're, we're on a roller coaster. <laughs> just, woo! Yeah. yeah. We just had the time of our life.
0: Dude, I love that because... I wonder, first of all, in Amsterdam, I wonder if there's already a specific shroom tour or like truffle tour that you could take.
1: Yeah, like a pub crawl, but for shrooms. But for shrooms.
0: <laughs> you're just going through the canals yeah. you know, just to see the differences of people. Because when I was there as well, you you do, you see a lot of families because it's not just for the red light district. No, Amsterdam's hot, beautiful. Just beautiful. Like one of the best biking cities there is. So.
1: Unbelievable. I've never seen so many bikes in my life.
0: It's great. Yeah. It's, and it makes you want, even if you don't like biking at all, you're like, well, I got to, yeah. <laughs> I got to hop on a it's bike. It's a
1: healthy, they live a very healthy uh lifestyle and they're super friendly people yes
0: i've heard their accents described as cozy and i think that's, that's yeah the best yeah way that's to a great
1: it. that is great
0: so i feel like because they're such a kind people people feel more comfortable getting stoned out of their minds there or just like ripped out of their minds on tr- truffles yeah rather than another place because if you're if you're going through canals and you're on shrooms. I would imagine some people would have bad trips doing that, right? But something about the atmosphere out there just, just makes it's very it all welcoming. okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so, the, so then that night, I had, uh, I they were taking a night bus to Prague, mm-hmm. and I said, you know, Prague is on the list of cities I want to see. I wanted to do. I wanted to. I was told I have to do this one thing while I'm in Amsterdam and i was said i'll do it tonight i'll take a, a night bus tomorrow mm-hmm. so i'll just meet you there kind of just like we did for amsterdam yeah. and uh, and so i was told by several people when you're in amsterdam you have to see a live sex show
0: oh yeah sure
1: and i would never really heard about it didn't you know i didn't really know it what, exi- what it was so mm-hmm. i was thinking it was going to be a, a you know a little strip tease mm-hmm. So I we had we did the same day that they did the mushrooms I went home or back to the hostel fell asleep for 4 or 5 hours and woke up and there's these two Australian guys in my uh room checking in. So I was like the first thing I said to him is hey you guys want to go to a sex show tonight? <laughs> I didn't even introduce myself. But that's like I was just in this in this mode of just you you have to, you're overly uh outgoing you you, kind of have to be absolutely so i say hey, you guys want to do this go to this sex show and they're like well uh sure what time is it (laughs) so we we all go or i I said you know i'll I'll meet you guys there here's the address it starts at uh midnight and so i had you know i was out of my mind that whole day i said i it's it's all you can drink uh once you get 50 euros then all you can drink Mm When you get in, so I said I'm gonna go to this thing uh, pretty straight, and uh, I'll just have a few beers while I'm there. Well, I show up, and these guys are first the first ones in line, and they are baked out of their minds. So I'm like, oh man, I can't see this show sober. So I had uh, I I earlier in the day bought a pack of. Uh, like a pack of cigarettes, but a pack of joints, and I had one left. So I'm at, inhaling, almost swallowing the cigarette.
0: <laughs> Try to like chug a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, chug a cigarette
1: <laughs> as we are uh, as we're walking into this uh, to this sex show, and we're the first ones in line. So we get down, and they they take you kind of around the out, outside and right to the front row, all the way to the aisle, and we are. I mean, we couldn't we couldn't be. Uh, Closer if we tried. So we and we don't know really what to ex uh, what, what what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of a sudden, you know, the curtains open up and just a couple just freaking going at it.
0: Yeah, it's not like a stripper or anything no, like that. It is no, two it's people not a just, cabaret. Show. It's two people having just straight up like sex. In front yeah, of you. yeah.
1: So that was uh that was very uh shocking. <laughs> uh and we're yeah, we're not in uh we're not in the 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 most clear of minds either. <laughs> so that you know that goes on, curtain closes, there's a girl that does it. She comes and asks for a volunteer. Everyone, every guy in the place raised their hand. Okay. So she picked a, she picked someone and he went up and she gave him a lap dance and everything. And so at the end of the show, uh, another girl comes on wearing like a green bikini, and she asks, "She needs three. Uh, she needs three volunteers: one girl and two guys." So I was like, "All right, screw it!" So I raised my hand, and she she grabbed me, and I grabbed my buddy Ben, the Australian guy who I just met that that night. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's a girl from like the other side of the aisle, and we walk us up on stage. And we are she's she's kind of doing a lap dance for us and where she's making us do like kind of take off our shirts and do like this very provocative uh, dancing. And then all of a sudden we get in a, a, a Congo line and we're <laughs> Congo and line around uh, oh, all around the awesome. stage. <laughs> so it's uh, it's this girl, the, the, the performer. The girl from the uh, from the crowd, me, and then my buddy Ben behind me. So he's bringing up the caboose, and all of a sudden, I hear this like blood curdling scream. No idea what it was. I look back, and there another person has joined the Congo line. It's a guy dressed in a full gorilla suit with about a two foot dildo, and he's he's just grinding on my buddy. (laughs) I swear.
0: That's not what you expect. That's no, not, that's not what you think is going to be behind so, you.
1: So uh, we all had a laugh in the crowd. You know, it was it was a, it was a good time. And so we're all thinking they're going to say, "Oh, hey, thanks for thanks for uh, being good sports," and let us go back down. And mm-hmm. So all this, all of a sudden, the, the girl disappears. She comes back and she's got a banana in her hand and a towel over her shoulder. I'm like, what the hell have I gotten myself into? <laughs> so she lays down this towel. <laughs> spreads her legs wide open uh puts the banana right there and makes us take a bite in front of a crowd of 400 people (laughs) oh Oh, so yeah that was is uh, that is
0: that hence why the gorilla was on stage okay yeah yeah
1: so that was uh that was Amsterdam it was uh (laughs) Very eye opening.
0: I love how you meet these guys. Don't even say anything. You you say, you want to go to a sex show. Basically what you were asking them though is, you wanna go be, be a part of a sex
1: yeah, show? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't know what I was asking him really, but that's what it turned out to be.
0: Um That is incredible. Yeah, yeah. So that was that that ended up being your last night at, Amsterdam. Last night at Amsterdam. You went out with a bang.
1: Yeah, then the next day you just kinda of took it easy. Went to the Van Gogh Museum, the Heineken Brewery. Um, there's a cool Banksy and uh, Andy Warhol exhibit mm-hmm. right next to Van Gogh Museum. So I did that, kind of did the touristy stuff. Because um, I, I, I knew I had a, a bus ride at you know, 11 o'clock, a night bus gets you into Prague 10 hours later or Ooh. something. So I kind of took it easy for that day. And then I check out of my hostel, I go to uh, the bus station... And I get on the bus, and it's it, you know it's like there's a it's like a cast of characters, like it, it, like a, a reality TV show. Night bus
0: brings around a, a funny
1: crowd. Very funny. That's a nice <laughs> way to put it. Uh, so we get on the, the bus driver. About five minutes before we're gonna leave, he goes, "Hey, just so you know, a lot of these buses get stopped in Germany because they're coming from Amsterdam." and uh, marijuana is not legal in, uh, in Germany. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them get stopped. He said, I'm going to give you guys 10 minutes to dispose of anything you guys ha- still have on you. And I'm like, nope, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And I like, felt my pocket. I was like, oh, wait, I still have one more joint left from the, the, the night before. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, I'll just toss it. I walk outside, and there are people literally taking tabs of acid, <laughs> taking, uh, blowing lines of coke off their, <laughs> off their hands. I'm like, all right, a little marijuana won't hurt. <laughs> so I'm, we're all sharing this joint. So we get on the we get on the bus, and uh, I pass I, I fall asleep right away. Next thing I know, I'm getting uh, yelled at by uh, a, a, what looks to be a police officer, but he's yelling at me in German, which I know absolutely nothing in German. And he's got a dog next to him. Oh, God. And I'm like, why is he stopping at me?